Hello there. Welcome for coming back. Uh, I'm Bell Bill. This is the podcast of the Lost Songs of Islands, uh, episode two. Um, it's my first full proper episode. The first one I did a few days ago, or well last week, was the introduction, just kind of explaining what I'm doing. Today, we're going to be dealing with an interesting murder story from the mid-1800s. So I found this ballad looking through the National Folklore Archive. Um, it's about a local hero from the area between Offaly, County Leash, uh, north of North Tipperary, around this area, um, who shot the agent of a landlord, his his landlord. Now, this this occurred on Friday, November the eighth, eighteen fifty eight. So, eighteen fifty eight would have been this ten ten years after the worst of Don Gorta Moor. Um, the worst years of the famine, so a decade after the famine. So in the Midlands of Ireland, would would have been very devastated at, at this time. Um, there are areas in the Midlands of Ireland, the populations of which were absolutely destroyed um, in the very few years of Angorta Moor and in the decades afterwards. Um in North Tipperary, I'm, I'm a bit more familiar with than the Leashoffley area, but I presume it's it's not much different. Uh, there are parishes around where I live in North Tipperary, where the popu- the population census data from from the 1840s, 1850s, are, are, are ten times what they are today. So the depopulation of the Midlands, of the rural Midlands in Ireland was a was a very big deal it completely changed the landscape con- uh, changed the cultural makeup of these areas so this murder would have been committed out of anger a tenant a, t- a tenant shooting their landlord there's, there's quite a few incident incidents of this of this happening in the country around this time um this particular landlord he wasn't actually a landlord himself. Uh, he w- went by the name Richard Ely, who was the agent for a, for a big landlord in in that area at the time. I believe the landlords at the, at the time were the Coots. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent on that because I found conflicting um, I found conflicting data that, that g- gave me other names. But I th- I, I'm quite sh- I, I'm going to go with the Coots, who who um, would have they would have been British English landlords quite possibly as absentee um, because at the time it was very dangerous for British English landed gentry to be um, in, 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 our, in what is now the Republic of Ireland because people hated them um, these people were taking were forcing people to work crazy hours uh, charging extortionate rents to people and evicting them for the simplest the simplest things um, a very common uh, trick that landlords at the time used was if a tenant made any improvements to their property, the rent would go up. And if they weren't able to pay that the raise in rent, they were then evicted. The tumblers were sent in, the walls were pushed pushed in on, on, on these houses and the roofs burned so that the tenants could, no, could not re- return to them. Um, that wasn't the case here. Um, the case here is a young lad called Delaney, James Delaney, had a, a a hobby of shooting. He was very much into shooting. He kept a gun and a hound, a dog. Um, 
and I, th I think this was forbidden under penal laws at the time, um, anti-Catholic apartheid laws that were that the English brought in um, to essentially dispossess the Irish Catholics, um, so they couldn't own businesses, they couldn't practice their own religions, they couldn't speak their own languages, or the, um, the, these kinds of things. Very, very, very oppressive um, laws, the penal laws were. So being a Catholic, um, living in the Midlands in the 1850s, late 1850s, would it would have been a very difficult life. Um, simple things, like there's, there's tens of thousands of people that were exported to, to Australia, for breaking penal laws, and breaking penal laws could be could be very very trivial things. There are people that were sent away for stealing half an ear of corn from their landlord while they while their families were starving. If you were caught doing that, sent to Australia. Um, there was plenty of other things as well. Um, that just that just make no sense to us today. Um, to e that we wouldn't even think of them as as crimes. Um, they were songs. There were specific songs like on Roshin Do. Um, any laments of I about islands, any songs um, l l lamenting the state of the country or anything like that was also illegal that could earn you a ticket to Australia to a penal colony. Um, yeah, that those it was it was very difficult to be a peasant uh, a peasant in Catholic Ireland in the eighteen hundreds. So it's not surprising that a lot of these lads just had enough and then just you know, picked up the gun and did what the did what they saw was the only thing that they could do. So this 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 murder occurred on Friday, November the eighth, eighteen fifty eight. Um Richard Ely is the name of this a, a agent. He he had uh, previously admonished Delaney's son, who I believe was also James Delaney, about hunting with his hound and with his gun, saying that this wasn't on, you couldn't do this. This was against the against the rules. Um, and he ca he called an emergency meeting of all of his tenants upon hearing this news, demanded that every man, every every household, were to pay their rent now. Um, this the, the, in kind of an effort for the landlord just to make make life difficult for the tenants. Now the reason for this actually, um, there the, the, there was a reason landlords were evicting people at this stage. It wasn't just, just to be bastards, um, although they were, but the vast, vast majority were absolute bastards. Um, at this time, there was a change in agricultural policy in Ireland. Um, as I mentioned in the last uh, podcast, for the early part of the 1800s, Ireland was a breadbasket. Its purpose for the British Empire was to grow grain for the in English people and for their armies. This changed in the 40s, which precipitated a lot of the conditions that caused on Gautamore. Um, ag agricultural policy shifted away from arable crops to, to pasture lands. So you had huge areas of the country, in particular the Midlands, that were being cleared, like completely cleared for open pasture. Um, we wanted cows growing in Ireland, and we've had cows of cows, milk, dairy, beef has been our one of our key exports ever since. Um, so these things last. These sort of agricultural changes are very, very big, very profoundly important um, at the time, and, and they still are. So De Delaney's landlord, Richard, uh, the, the Coots, were putting up rent for whatever reason, 
Um, they wanted people off of their lands, the same as all of the others. So they'd send these agents to just cause trouble, really, to make life as difficult as possible for their tenants and to find any reason to evict them. Um, and that's exactly what that's exactly what this Richard Ely was doing. He was trying to cause trouble uh, for the Delaney's. Now, this uh, the the um, Ely himself was lived in a town called Ballamore, um, B A L L A G H M O R E, uh, which Osquelga rough roughly translates to the big way, the big town. A Balia usually is a crossroads with a town with a small town or a village on it. Um, back in the 1800s, that could have been a big town. This could have been maybe a few hundred up to a thousand or two or more people. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know the specifics of this area, but um, yeah, Ely lived lived in Ballamore, and he made his way, was making his way home on this November eighth night, a cold November eighth night, and um, approaching his gates. A man stopped him and shot him and ran. It turned out later that um, the assailant was a man called James Delaney, who had had, for many, many, for various reasons, had had enough of his of dealing with his his land agent, and decided to take things into his own hands. Um, when Delaney was shot, he didn't die instantly. He spent a while bleeding out. Um, Doctors were summoned from Templemore, Nina, and Thurlis, I believe. Um, they couldn't save him in time, and he died. He was then buried uh, in in Ballamore. I believe he's buried in Ballamore. Now, Jim Delaney himself was a man from a townland called Rossbourne, which what is White White Hill, I think. No, White Woods, the White Woods. Um, and he was from a family of revolutionaries. The Delaney's of Rossbourne had uh, already made a big name for themselves. Six of them were hanged um, in the sev- af- in after the 1798 rebellion. There was an attempt at Rossbourne to capture Cloncourse Castle as part of the as part of the 1798 rebellion, which failed, unfortunately. And the s- six brothers of the Delaney's of Rossbourne were then hanged. This would have been 60 years, fifth, yeah, yeah, 60 years before uh, Delaney um, murdered Rich Dealey. So he would have grown up hearing the stories of 78, of uh, 98, sorry, hearing the stories of 98. He would have grown up under the shadow of his, pos- I'm not, of his uncles, his great uncles, um, who who were hanged, who were hanged for taking part in a rebellion. So obviously the Delaney's had a bit of a nationalist, a nationalistic streak to them. Um, I've actually got two versions of this song. Uh, the first I'm going to play with the guitar. The second I found um, a man singing it. Actually, I found a video on um, a twenty-year-old news article. That actually had a, vi- a video of um, a man uh, sang a lovely version of this. He's got he's added quite a few verses to it. I don't know if he's added to it or if the song was a initially a very much longer song um, than the versions I've found. But um, I'll play the guitar version 
I've uh, that I've found, and um, I'll give a bit of a talk about that afterwards, and then I'll finish up with the with the uh, the ballad a cappella. Okay, I hope you enjoy this one. Um, I'm calling it the shooting of George Ely. All your jolly Queen's County boys, listen unto me. I hope that these few verses now will fill your hearts with glee. It's all about a young man who lies now in his gore. His name is Richard A. Ely and he lies in Ballagmore. Ely being a tyrant now for many a long year. From man to woman and to child was known to shed a tear. Until he met this hero who caused his sad downfall. His name is Jim Delaney, he's the pride of sweet Rossmore. Now Jim being a jolly chap, as jolly as can be found. For his own amusement he, he kept a gun and hounds. To be chastised by Ely, he found it rather strange. The only crime against him was the killing of the game. Wheelie being out late at night, returning home to bed. Jim was waiting at the gates, and there he shot him dead. The castle bell began to ring. Healy, he was shot. Police from every barracks, they were there upon the spot. There was doctors there from Thurless Temple, more and Ballerless Law. Was in the head, he got the lead, now Jim had laid him low. The reward for him was granted church and chapel wall the man that was to take it all was sure to get to haul he's gone away I hear them say you'll never see him no more the devil has you wheelie from the lands of Ballinmore okay that was the ballad of the shooting of George Ely I hope you enjoyed that Um, there's a bit of there's no clear answer to what the fate of Jim Delaney was. And um, one thing I can tell you for certain is that he actually he he seems to have gotten away with the murder. Um, Jim Jim Delaney was already a murderer. Um, he had he'd killed a man uh, about ten years beforehand. I think in, I, I yeah I think it was about eight nine ten years beforehand. He he had killed a man in a bar fight. Um, and he'd served no, he'd served twelve months of hard labor for this, so this this is prob- probably the second murder um, commit committed by Jim Delaney. Now, Jim Delaney immediately after the murder went on the run. Um, he was sheltered by the people of Rossbourne. Ki- the killing of a landlord to the Irish peasantry would not really have been seen as. As, as a bad thing as such. Um, in fact, it probably would have been quite celebrated at the time because these these landlords were destroying people's lives, not just the pe- the lives of people that were there, but in, uh, in 1858, everyone would have lost family members, friends, to immigration and to starvation um, during Ungortham War. So there's, there, there's a very little... Um, very little... In, uh, no, nothing but enmity, really, and hate towards the, the landed gentry at the time. Um, so the, sh- the the murder of Ely was regarded as, you know, it was regarded as a good thing. It was regarded as a, as a heroic deed. And it seems Jim Delaney was given a hero's treatment. Um, there are two theories as to what happened to Jim. Uh, the first of which is that he lived amongst the locals, uh, sheltered. He lived as an outlaw. 
um, hidden underground, however you want to talk, however you want to say it. Um, and it's said that he's bur- he's buried now in Rossbourne. Another story I've heard is that he managed to emigrate to America. He managed to get on a ship to America. Um, one thing that's certain is the police at the time were desperate to catch this man, absolutely desperate to catch this man. Um, the police were sent down to Rossbourne and stations there to search for him for quite some time afterwards. It's rumoured that he remained in the town during this period and only came out at night and people would feed him and keep keep him you know keep keep his keep him keep him fed keep him watered that kind of thing um we'll never know for sure whether he made it to america or not or whether he died locally but one thing for sure is is he he did kill he did commit this murder almost certainly committed this murder and he does seem to have gotten away with it now the other ballad that i have is an a cappella one i have I have a recording um, from an old local newspaper of a man in a pub singing this. Um, this is the other version of this ballad. It's kind of a sequel. Um, it's from the voice of Jim Delaney himself. Um, I've heard the story that this was written by Jim Delaney. Personally, I find that very, very hard to believe. Um, if it was, we would ha- there'd be some concrete evidence of him settling in America, which I have not been able to, fi- to find. Um, if anybody does... If anybody listening to this does have any links to Delaney's of Ross Bourne um, that emigrated to the States, it would be fantastic um, to make that connection. Um, of everyone that left everyone that left Ireland in the 1800s, they went somewhere. Many of them started families, so it's very, very possible that there are descendants of Jim, De- of Jim Delaney over in America if he did make it that far. Anyway, I'll, f- I'll finish up uh, th- this, l- this last song. It, it's an a cappella one. It's been, collect- it's been collected... And it's a bit of a long one, uh, so I'll finish up with this. And thank you very, very much for tuning in. Uh, this is the Lost Songs of Ireland podcast. I'm uh, Bald Bill O'Brien. Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Bald Bill, B-A-U-L-D-B-A-L-L. Um, I'm also going to set up a Patreon quite soon. Um, it's in the process of being. Uh, it's in the process at the moment. Hopefully, for the next podcast, I'll have that. I'll have that ready for you. Um, supporting content creators and supporting um, independent podcasters is very, very important. This is a new medium. It's a new medium. There's many. There's still finding its feet. Um, there's a lot of ways this medium can be used. And unless unless people are supported in that, you're never going to see you're never going to see the best podcasts. So thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. I will be back. Um, sporadically i think i'm going to do these episodes sporadically as and when i finish a song um rather than sticking rigidly to to an every two week structure because quite honestly i've got a lot to put out um and i want to kind of get it out as quickly as possible and waiting two weeks kind of feels a bit unnecessary so anyway i'll finish off with this song um this is the ballad of uh, jim delaney My name is James Delaney and I take my pen in hand to write to you a line or two that you might understand. 
for I being young and light-hearted and carelessly strolled on for to amuse myself upon the bog all with my dog and gun until one of those poor craters, Georgie Lee by name, maliciously he told on me for the killing of the game. And when the landlord heard of this, the tenants he did call for every man to pay his rent, each man both great and small. Now my father being the first man who went to pay his rent, he shouted out to Laney, I'm glad to have you here. For I am told and well informed that much to you I blame for to allow your son with dog and gun the killing of my game. And I am told and well informed since you can't hold his tongue that your son has been daily shooting and hunting with his hound. But well bespoke my father is, a hunting he might be. I swear unto your honor, it is unknown to me. I beg your honor's pardon in what I'm going to say, that I think you are mistaken, entirely led astray. If that be so, Delaney, I'll freely try your case. And I'll produce and alter, I'll bring you face to face. Richard Ely being called upon to make up this great man. How dare you propose a lie to a worthy gentleman? But when Delaney heard of this, the blood boiled in his veins to see for satisfaction whate'er might be his case. T'was in the tyrant's body he lodged a braced ball 
which brought him down onto the ground into his crimson gore. Never to rise or tyrannize on the lands of Balamore. Now there were doctors there and magistrates and coroners, I'm told. And over his dead body an inquest they did hold. No blood money could e'er produce my life for to swear in. But from different parts of Ireland came a band of orange men. Farewell to old Hibernia, likewise the Shamrock Shore. Farewell unto you, Rossborn. It's a place I'll see no more. I now must leave my parents. Was them I did adore for the shooting of Kite on November's night that flew through Balamore. Okay, that um, version was sung by Jackie Moton. Uh, thank you very much. This has been The Lost Songs of Ireland. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. <laughs>